Let's talk about the current marketing landscape. We are living in a different world than what we were in before. What I notice is a new business pops up and it is straight sharing of links. So it's like link bombing, link bombing, link bombing, continually telling people that, yeah, I exist, I'm over here. So we're seeing a lot of this today. We're seeing a lot of this link bombing. Social media is facilitating link bombing. You can simply create your Facebook page or your, oh, I don't know, let's see. You can create any kind of account, Twitter, and just keep link bombing, link bombing in those platforms to get your name out there. But the thing is, is if you're trying to grow an audience, no one's going to see your links. And these social media platforms push your links down. They don't surface these links up. So a lot of people won't even see them. Even your friends and followers won't see your links because they aren't prioritized in the feed. And yet I'm still seeing businesses doing a lot of this. Uh, I was on LinkedIn groups recently and it was blatant link bombing in all these groups. And I'm thinking, there's no real help going on here. There's no two-way conversation. It's very one-way. And I'm seeing more one-way conversations taking place. And then entrepreneurs come to me wondering why things aren't working out. Well, are you having conversations with your audience? Well, yeah, I'm link bombing. Well, they don't say link bombing, but that's what it is. Uh, they're just selling, they're, they're trying to hard sell their clothes, or they're trying to hard sell their hats or their artwork. They're just trying to push it, right? They're just trying to really blatantly push it so that someone will eventually buy, except no one buys. Everyone's turned off from your link bombing approach. But it's the easiest method. It's the easiest method to say, oh, I advertised today. Yeah, I advertised. I link bombed everywhere. Now, I mean, you can call this a form of spamming, I guess, because you're literally just... Well, actually, let me correct myself. If you're repeatedly sharing the same link, then that's not only link bombing, it's also spamming because... Well, you're not adding significant context here. But of course, short characters on these social media platforms encourages link bombing. And unfortunately, that's just the reality is that people are using social media as a link bombing practice. There's no interest in having conversations. Could you imagine someone posting like 240 characters without links attached to it? This just doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> people, I mean, there are people out there that obviously do that, but a lot more people are coming about and their, their sole strategy is to share links. That's their strategy. Their own links, okay? Not links to helpful articles or anything, just links to products that they want to sell. So if you look in the real world, okay, and you see someone on the street, do you randomly go to them and say, here, buy this shirt? Like, do, do you like force yourself upon them? 
or you see people driving and do you jump out in front of the vehicle to stop them and give them your clothes to sell like it, it just doesn't really happen um so if I, if i look back you have you you have a lot of people who are doing this they are throwing themselves in front and and risking death of their brand it's the proverbial death of the brand because how do you come back from filling your feed with all this link bombing that you're doing well it's very difficult so this is sort of the landscape of a lot of marketing strategies today and it simply does not work and you will lose interest in what you're doing. You will lose interest very quickly in what you're trying to accomplish with your business because you'll find out that link bombing doesn't work and that you didn't make the effort to stand out, right? There's plenty of spammers out there. And if that's what you're going to do, that's your sole focus at the beginning, it's going to be a hard road. It's going to be a very hard road. Now, I've done this, okay? As someone in marketing, I've explored all options. No, I haven't explored all options. But what I'm talking about here, I've, I've done it, okay? I am a link bomber. Well, I'm many different things in terms of the marketing area, but it's my job to figure out what kind of reactions I get if I do something. So with marketing, I'm fascinated. Well, what do people do when I link bomb? Well, Number one, they stop following you. Number two, they never see it. Number three, they don't like what you're doing, so they have a negative perception of you. And you want to think about sentiment and how people feel about you. Now, maybe you want a negative sentiment. Maybe that's part of your strategy. Maybe you want to be linkbomber.com, or I'm just making this up. You, That's your strategy. Okay. Well, then the act of link bombing is part of your business, okay? Then I can maybe forego this whole thing. But a lot of people, their focus is on link bombing, okay? That's their marketing strategy. And they aren't a business in business to do link bombing, okay? That's not really their business. So I've got that that issue. So I'm going to go through all these issues and... Um, well, maybe I'll address, you know, as I'm sort of thinking this through, maybe I'll address each one. Link bombing is not really helpful. Um, so what's the solution to this? Okay, because I mean, you probably want a solution. Instead of link bombing, what is the alternative? What works? So I'm going to start moving towards a an overarching philosophy that I've come up with, that I've been thinking about and contemplating about over the last little while and I'm probably going to solidify this write a book about it and a lot of my videos are probably going to be based off of this concept but the concept is around helpful marketing okay so you've probably heard of interruptive marketing you've heard of permission-based marketing so helpful marketing is something that I've come up with um, well I don't know if there's any true innovations these days, but this is a term that I'm going to use in a lot of different aspects of what I'm doing. And helpful marketing is about 
not selling, but helping people with zero expectations and creating marketing materials that are designed specifically to help people. And that's it. That is it. We're not looking to sell anything. I'm, I'm not kidding you. There's no, there's no sell at all. And I've done enough tests to realize that helpful marketing is something that I need to tell people about because a lot of people aren't doing this. A lot of people are interruptive in their marketing approaches, and they're also working extremely hard to gain permission. Okay, so permission marketing is a term that Seth Godin came up with, an amazing marketer. I follow him to the T, and I absolutely love what he does. And permission marketing is about getting people to agree to your material, okay? And I think that's a sound approach. That is what you need to do, okay? I 100% agree with that. You should gain permission before you start throwing the noise in. I'm going to take it a step further in that once you get permission, you get a follower, right? A lot of people are abusing their permission. So I'm taking it a step further in that if this is a strategy that resonates with you, right? Your approach should be helpful marketing. So this is the next step beyond permission marketing. And it's the idea, uh, of course, I'm going to continue to formulate all this. This is what I call beta thinking, in that I am hashing this all out. But helpful marketing is about providing valuable content that people want. Okay, This is the kind of valuable content that will gain permission. This is the kind of valuable content that is not interruptive, but is complementary to someone's day. Okay, That is the strategy. So if I'm going to use this formula for, let's see, link bombing. Link bombing. Well, instead of link bombing, helpful marketing would encourage you to create content that is perhaps a little bit more long form, perhaps a little bit more thought out, perhaps tailored to your audience, perhaps highly educational in nature. However, it could be helpful in another way. It could be highly entertaining. It could be highly inspiring. It could be highly emotional, right? But that is all helpful because it's helpful because the people following you wanted that reaction, okay? They wanted some sort of reaction, and you're being helpful by giving them a reaction, but also giving them things they maybe didn't even know they wanted. And it all comes down to creating the content that is so meaningful that you yourself would want to share it, okay? You yourself would want to share it. Now, I'm not asking you to be link-bombing your content. No, I want you to have helpful content that's tremendous in thought, tremendous in execution, 
so much so that the people who are checking you out will be helpful for you in return just by osmosis okay you don't even have to ask them they will share your content because you genuinely wanted to help them okay I've done a number of experiments where this has worked, okay? So instead of linking, link bombing a bunch of prospects for, uh, I was going after lawyers anyway, uh, link bombing got me 0% conversion. But when I started cold, because I was using cold email, but okay, I thought, well, let's try something different. So I removed the link bombing entirely because it was 0% conversion. And the next approach I did was reaching out to lawyers to tell them five different ways they could get more clients, okay? Well, because I'm doing the marketing coaching, so I thought, well, why not just give them five different ways to get more clients? They're struggling, they're on Craigslist, they're trying to get new clients and they're not doing so well. That's why they're on Craigslist. So I go in and I just give them five tailored specific ways to to get some business. Uh, usually there's some context. Usually there's some sort of connection. There's some sort of dialogue. Um, yeah, like that's a cold sell though. But you can always spin it so that you're being helpful. And I don't include any links at all. No, I don't even include a link to my website in that email. There's nothing there. It's a genuinely customized email to that individual. It's the kind of email that I would want. If I'm trying to become a successful lawyer, I would actually want that email. And I use the person's name. It's extremely helpful and extremely tailored. And I don't do too many of them, right? I don't need to do too many of them. I don't need that many clients. So why not just do a really good job with a few, and then that's how you convert. So um, I, in one day, I did 10, and then out of the 10, I got five responses. That's pretty good. 50% response rate for that? I mean, for cold emails? See, that's a way to sort of change the current landscape. I mean, the current landscape is blatant emails with a bunch of links. It's like, hey, check this out, check this out. That's the common approach is the blatant link bombing. So that's that's a nice switch, right? That's a nice switch. Same with Twitter, Facebook. Instead of the link share, switch it up. Figure out what kind of emotion you want to evoke and create that kind of helpful content that reaches that emotion. Okay, link bombing is covered. Let's talk about clickbaits. Clickbaiting. So clickbaiting happens when you're creating this headline that's trying to get people to click through and get people to read more, right? And if you look at all the headlines out there today, well, you'll see a lot of headlines where it's very much 10 ways, or let me try to, these secrets you didn't know about skincare. And it's like, it's kind of deceptive. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So that's the current landscape for kind of clickbaiting. So like, I'll give you these two steps, but if you want more, here's a bunch more. 
you, you see a lot of gated content. It's kind of it's going to be coming out more because people want to make money off of their content, which I think is fair. It's logical. You can approach it that way. The concern I have about clickbaiting is is that the headline is perhaps customized so that you're forced to consume more and more and you're led down this addictive path like a, like a trail of breadcrumbs and it's being specifically designed to to force you into this cycle and you can't get out of it because it's addictive so that clickbaiting is is dangerous I think the really the solution to this, I don't even have to talk about helpful marketing, is just to be authentic in your headlines, to be authentic in anything, any titles, or content, be genuinely authentic. You don't have to clickbait. Look, people will check you out. You don't have to force stuff. You don't have to manipulate. It's unnecessary marketing. It's deceptive. It's it's just not the kind of marketing I like to see, but we are seeing a lot of this. Actually, you go on YouTube, you can see a lot of videos that are clickbaity in terms of the title. And, you know, they do really well and good for them. I think the short-term results are not the same as what people would get long-term if they weren't clickbaiting. Okay, the next piece is the outrage culture that I see with marketing today is that um, today's marketers can now capitalize on virality. Is that a word, virality? I'm going to make it up. But uh, being viral, right? Creating viral content. Marketers are now using outrage as a way to get some, some views, some eyeballs. And it can be dangerous. It can be dangerous if you, you just start doing this out of the blue. Like, does it fit with your marketing strategy? That's really the thing you got to figure out. But I do see a lot of this outrage going on. So people will create content related to something that ha happened in the news, something trending, something that's guaranteed to get them results. Because, well, it's the, it's the hot news of the day. So people are chasing that. People are chasing the eyeballs, right? They're not getting ahead of the eyeballs. They're chasing it. It's a dangerous approach because one, I don't, negative, negative discussion is always dangerous, right? Because it can get out of control and people will always remember it. It's, it's, it's tough to really recover from it. Like right now, Gillette, like, even though I'm mentioning them, right now I'm thinking, would I ever buy Gillette products after what they've done with men? It's not a big deal for me, but I'm thinking about the average man who maybe buys Gillette products. They might be turned off from Gillette's approach to something outrageous, like masculinity. So they have, they're doing an outrage video around masculinity, and that was a concern for Gillette. But it had a huge backlash. And, I mean, are, is the negativity a good thing for the brand? I, I, it's, a tough, it's a tough call. I mean, more and more people are talking about Gillette, but I just feel like that can have an effect on the brand. 
Whereas if they're just focused on what they do, which is selling razors, like that's their thing, if they just focused on that, then they'd be fine. But, you know, you have people who are trying to get more and more out of the system. So they use outrage as a way. And, I mean, this, t- this ties into clickbaiting because if you create a, a very controversial title, then you can get people to click this. Like, deceptive or even very seductive types of words. And that is a very... It's just a very scam... It's just a very weird, scammy approach. It's like snake oil salesman. So I, I wouldn't do... I wouldn't do that, okay? I wouldn't do that at all. But I'm seeing more and more of this kind of growing and people are, are latching on and... Don't do it unless it makes sense for you, is really what I'm getting at here. Like, okay, is that what your thing is? Is it outrage videos? Okay, cool. Let's stick with it. But if it's not, then don't get involved. Stick to your path here. Stay firm on your strategy. But yeah, I'm seeing a lot of that. And that's helping with viral content, is this outrage. Another thing is memes. People are making businesses out of memes. Like images with like text and just funny captions, and this is now sort of a business. Uh, it's an interesting kind of medium that's being developed, and I do see it becoming more and more popular. And I actually don't see anything wrong with this. I mean, heck, meme culture is fine. Have fun with things and have fun with uh, stories. Um, and put it on an image, like a, a picture speaks a thousand words, and heck, even if it's got one sentence to it, there's there's something there. So I don't really mind this at all as part of the current marketing landscape. I think if people are having fun, it's great. Um, you see a lot of companies adding reactions to their likes algorithms and all this. So for instance, LinkedIn, I noticed, has like uh, new reactions, it's almost almost identical to what Facebook has been doing for a while now. And you can essentially like, or you can be curious about a post, or you can like clap or something. So you have different little emojis attached to things. So people are now able to leave their reactions. And that helps, I guess, add context to how people are really feeling about posts. I think that's important for marketers to look at because then they can see what kind of content creates curiosity, what kind of content creates likes, what kind of content creates sadness. It's actually a really quick gauge of sentiment and and emotion. So I, I think that's also really important from a contextual standpoint. It can be really powerful for a brand to to look at this. So if someone's on social media, then that's good way to look at those reactions uh, you have PMs personal messages DMs whatever you want to call them so this is where you have conversations behind the scenes and this is a way for someone to maybe get their name out there I think PMs and DMs 
are happening, but they're happening for a lot of the wrong reasons. It's again, maybe PMs to link bomb, PMs to just push their agenda. But if you're going to do PMs, DMs, whatever you want to call it, if you're going to do all of this, I think it would be good to also look at how you're adding value to the other person. Once again, helpful marketing. So you're trying to get your name, your brand out there, and you want to connect with a superstar influencer. Well, if you're just blatantly connecting with them without any sort of context or without really helping out or or a what's in it for them kind of approach, then I think you're going down the wrong path. So it can be really valuable though if you can have a conversation and add some tremendous value to this, then PMs, DMs are actually worthwhile. Spamming, so I see a lot of that where it's just blatant promotion of the same thing over and over and over again. I'm guilty of it many times before where I just push and push and push. Same content over and over again just to get it out there. And it's just not really the ideal approach, but I think it'll always be around. I don't see it dying down. Just don't fall in that approach. Again, helpful. Be helpful. Be personalized, be tailored, be human. Don't don't just throw out repetitive content. No one's going to see it anyways. It's a total waste of marketing efforts. So don't do that. Um, and then the me, me, me. The narcissism. I think there's a lot of that going on where people are, as I'm creating videos, with me being in the video and just me myself. Um, but I'm, I'm adding content that's educational, so this is okay. But a lot of people will reach out and say, me, 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 I'm highly successful, I'm like a billionaire, and you should watch me. I have all these cars, I have Lamborghinis, I have a garage filled with Ferraris, check me out. I know what I'm talking about. Highly credible, look at all this stuff. So this is like me, 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 narcissist kind of individual. Check me out. I have a billion dollar plus business. Billion dollar in sales doesn't actually mean that you have any profitability. But hey, if you got a billion dollars in sales, that's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, jeez, go for it. But I think the the issue is is this communication around fake money that doesn't actually exist in that person's pockets. Now, if somebody actually truly built the business and they've talked about it and it's it's credible, it's realistic, and they're communicating about it in an authentic, humble way, I'm actually okay with that approach. For instance, like Warren Buffett, I want to hear what he has to say. And he's actually quite humble and he doesn't really talk about his wealth, but his content's very helpful because it can help a lot of people with financial markets and whatnot. I'm more concerned about the people who are pretending to be something they're not. And you don't have to, because it can shine quite quickly. In this current landscape, you can't hide from anything. If you're not successful, it'll be very obvious very quickly. Look, if somebody's talking about um, getting a billion views on YouTube, and they don't have a billion views on YouTube, it's a little bit of a concern. It's not authentic. 
It's not genuine. It's hard to believe. The believability isn't there. So you have to be careful there, right? I think authenticity is so important, and that's how marketers will stand out today, is being true to themselves. It sounds so cliche. I feel like it's being said over and over again, but I'm telling you, a lot of people are just pushing an agenda. They're pushing this agenda. And at the end of the day, it comes down to having conversations with people and just being human. That's pretty much it. And me being on this video, it, I think it's, 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 it's a human approach. I, I, I'm trying to share a vulnerable self. I've made all these mistakes, okay? I may be being a bit too narcissistic or maybe I've been a bit too blatant in selling. I've done it all. I, as, as part of experimentation, I made all of these mistakes and it's been a disastrous result. But where things have really worked out is by showing true emotion, by, by showing true value and things that I know a little bit about and I can share that and almost like a shared journey, together we grow and we move forward in this world. See, that's some value there. And that's where things really work out, is when I, when I truly give value without expectation, without the hard sell. And that actually works out really well. The current marketing landscape doesn't really focus on that. You have a very small percentage of people at the top who are giving tremendous, tremendous value, and they're continuing to do that day in and day out. That is that is their MO, tremendous value. And they're being helpful. They are helpful marketers. They've figured it out. Then you have the rest who are sort of... They're mixed. They're caught into the new trends. They're caught into the old trends. They're caught in this endless stream of what should and shouldn't be done. But it all comes back to solving the problems of other people, giving them something that they really, really value, that they want, that is so helpful to them, that they will become raging fans for life related to your business. What are my thoughts on just this overall landscape? Mm, less personalization for sure. I feel like companies aren't as human. I feel like back in the day, Volkswagen had this connection with audiences now it's maybe lost because any negative publicity is affecting the brand and they're so busy trying to create content and push some sort of agenda that they never really have a dialogue with people i think companies are still trying to figure out social media i think it's still hidden miss for a lot of companies there are companies that are doing just fine with it, and I hope they keep going. But then there, there are all a lot of these small businesses. They just simply can't get out of the, the rubble because they have blown their authenticity from day one. 
so I'm a little like I'm I'm appreciative of the marketing landscape today where people are are being helpful and I want to see more of that I, I think that's really my goal here is to talk about this but then also to convince people that they should be more and more helpful with their business and their marketing approach I think maybe that's probably what I'm trying to get at here yeah because if somebody's more and more helpful they're going to do better in their business and I want people to do better in their business because then that will get them to keep going and keep creating and keep sharing their story that's all very important to me but it all comes down to having people be more helpful to each other and not push this agenda. And see, over time, I have no doubt that people will appreciate what I'm doing. They'll check me out. They will follow me. And I won't ever have had to have asked for it. It'll just happen organically, just like it did with that lawyer experiment that I did. I have no expectations getting anyone to follow me after creating this video, but I know if I give enough value that it all will work out in the end. Now, I wish entrepreneurs thought more like that. That you give so much value that people would feel guilty not to help you out. I think uh, the top marketers will will understand this and they'll just keep going with us and they'll get it. They will get it and they'll do just fine because they're following the helpful marketing approach. For anyone else that has not gotten away from interruptive marketing, I hope they see this. I hope they realize, okay, I have to stop this. I have to stop the link bombing, the click baiting, the spamming. I have to stop all this. I have to rejig my marketing strategy. I hope more people will see this and fine tune their approach. Because that landscape does not work for businesses, okay? And if it's what you're doing and you're wondering why you don't have results, well, maybe you need to rethink what's going on here. Okay, I think I'm done talking about this, but uh, hopefully, hopefully this kind of gives some perspective, just what I'm seeing here in, in marketing. And I... I I really do hope that more and more people can be authentic, helpful, educational, informative. Anything that actually helps their audience is great. If we can all move towards that, I think, well, I think company stories would be seen more. I think people would latch on more. Well, I know. I know for a fact that that just is what happens, right? And I mean, the last point, it's not so much hope marketing, right? It is, if you help X number of people, you'll have Y result, okay? You'll be able to figure that calculation out soon enough. Because I started a, a community at one point on Facebook, and I, I reached out to help a thousand people. 500 of those people became followers. So I wasn't selling anything. 
So there was no hope marketing involved here. I just got results because I was just trying to help others, help others grow. This is all very fascinating to me. And uh, I want to keep studying this and sharing sharing the perspectives and hope this, this helps you out. But until next time, thanks for tuning in. Toodles.